You're listening to Reading in the Dark with Briarhardo 2, the GD256, and Caleb Hot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Reading in the Dark, an audiobook club podcast. I'm your host, Brian Corrigan, here with my co-hosts... Caleb and Mason. And, yeah, this is, this is our very first episode, um... So I'm gonna give a give a quick rundown uh, of what this podcast is about, and then each of us are going to introduce ourselves in a bit more detail than just our names. So, boys, this podcast is about. Uh, w- well, I said to you guys one day, let's let's do a book club and make it into a podcast, and here we are, and that that's the concept. Of this podcast, uh, so who who are we? Uh, I'm, as I said before, I'm Brian. I I'm 19 years old. I'm known on the internet probably best for my impressions of Doctor Who actors, specifically Colin Baker and Paul McGann, and I I do a lot of fan made audio dramas, um, pretending to be those characters that they played. And, uh, as far as what genre of books I typically read, I read probably fantasy and science fiction the most, uh, if you couldn't tell. I'm very into science fiction. I like Doctor Who. Um, and just, you know, a bit, a bit more than, uh, the Doctor Who stuff. Uh, I'm going to college right now for a degree in digital media production i'm hoping i'm hoping to be an audio engineer and that's why i'm interested in doing podcasts i'm caleb um i'm i'm 21 i am i've I've been an avid reader basically since i was very small um and i I, i'm i've been also writing uh various things for most of my life from from little short stories on folded pieces of cardboard <laughs> to now I have several uh, novel projects that I'm hoping to complete eventually. And I, I tend to read a lot of fantasy um, along with some mystery and I mean I'll, I'll, I'll read I'll, I'll read anything. I just like a good story. That's about all that's interesting and relevant about me right now. <laughs> Although I have also uh, participated in those uh, Doctor Who fan audios. Sometimes along with me. Yes. That's, yeah. that's how we know each other. <laughs> yeah, Imagine that. Crazy. <clears throat> all right. Uh, my name is Mason. I am 95 years of age. Um, I have been... Okay, okay no, sorry. I, I am 19... 19- I'm 19 years old. I'm currently in college for a literature degree. Um, and I've been into reading for quite a while. I think the my my main areas of interest are science fiction, young adult. Um, I, I've been taking an interest in memoirs recently. And that's been pretty fun. Um, again, like like the other two people here, I've also been in I've been in some of these Doctor Who fan productions and Hopefully, I will be able to write a couple at some point. 
because yeah, that that's another thing I like doing. I enjoy writing a lot. I have I have a novel project, and my my current big aspiration is to take all the hours I've spent reading books and use those to actually make my own. And hopefully, it is good. But I have no idea. I'm sure it but will be good. I hope so. You you seem like someone who would be able to write. All right, now quiz. How how old am I? Ninety five <laughs> years old. Correct. Good of job. age. I am 95 years of age. <laughs> All right. So, um, we decided to open our little, uh, our, our little book club podcast on, on a mystery novel called We're All the Same in the Dark. I think there are a lot of books with very similar titles to that. And Mason, I believe you have a plot synopsis for us just to, just to tell the listeners what it's about. Yes. So we, we are all the same in the dark by Julia Heberlin. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Basically there. So you have the small town and I believe Texas. Is that right? Yep. So yes. So the small town where about 10 years before the story starts, um, a, a girl went missing and has since become sort of known around the town and her memory has lived on, uh, especially lived on in the mind of one of our main characters, Odette, who, while doing her normal police job, finds a, finds a young girl with a mysterious man who found her in a field of dandelions. And basically this young girl doesn't talk um, and... Odette has to figure out where she came from and figure out all the stuff and how it could possibly connect to a cold case file of a missing girl from 10 years previously. All right. And that's, that's the setup for the book essentially. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do now, cause with first episodes, you have to explain everything we're doing. We're going to get into our general thoughts, which are going to be spoiler-free, and then later we'll hop into a spoiler section, just in case you want to go listen to this book and come back and listen to what our more in-depth thoughts are based on what this book is. Uh, who would like to get the ball rolling? What 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 were your general overall thoughts on the book? Did we like it? Did we dislike it? I thought it was generally um, a very engaging read, um, and and the particularly uh, while we were hearing from uh, Odette's perspective, and um, there, there was some. There was some very good suspense, uh, and just that sort of the atmosphere of this this Texas town was, I thought, very well captured. Um, and I, I, I found I found the end a little the ending a little bit disappointing, but over overall, it was something I enjoyed. Yeah, I think I can I can mostly agree. I think the writing, well, I think the story as it unfolded, especially in the first half, because. Obviously, no, no no spoilers, but the first and second half are very much like there. They, like there is absolutely like a gap where it, you enter the second half. I think the first half was, in my opinion, a bit more successful than the second half. I do like both halves. Um, I do slightly prefer the first one. I thought um, the way that we, I thought the way that the mystery unfolded felt very natural. I yeah. will say, for the first like, because like because we 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 all listen to the audiobook of it for the first like. 
30 minutes to an hour, I was having a bit of trouble getting into it. But then after that, I was, I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's, let's, let us see where this goes. So I would say that it starts a bit slow and the second half isn't as good as the first half, but I would say overall I had a, I, I, I had a positive experience with it. Okay. Um, so I came out of this book a bit disappointed. I, the the second half of it sort of just kind of soured my experience with the first half but i will say i really did enjoy the first half of this book i thought it was very engaging um i think odette is a very well-rounded character and i i'm not so much a fan once the book shifts perspective i think mm. sort of all the all the uh <laughs> the character build up is lost in the transition and i i'm i just came out of it very disappointed by that second half mm -hmm. wasn't a huge fan of the resolution either that's interesting because yeah. like i would i would say personally like i i wouldn't say that the fall of like quality was that much like i still genuinely enjoyed the second half i just didn't like it as much as the first half personally and, and 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 obviously we can get more into that in spoilers. I yeah. just, yeah. I, I would say I I really appreciated a lot of the stuff in the second half that like we probably wouldn't have gotten at all if it had continued um, on the way that, that the first half was going. It, for me, it's it's really just the resolution of of the plot basically that fell, that fell flat. I just that's fair. I just felt like the difference between the two halves was a bit too extreme when i was reading the second half i almost didn't feel like it was the same book mm. as the one i was reading before and i really liked the book i was reading before and so reading something slightly inferior that felt a bit different was a little disheartening i think yeah so that's going to conclude our general thoughts, I think, or at least the spoiler-free section. So if you haven't read or listened to this book, turn away now and come back later. Or if you're not planning on it, uh, go ahead and continue listening. But if you're just here for a book recommendation, I mean, I, two I out of three it. said it was good, so go pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> I'd say I would say if you are a big fan of the of the crime thriller genre, you will absolutely get a lot out of this book, because I think I think especially for me, my thing is I'm I'm not that interested in crime thrillers, which is very much a me problem. But I think that if I, I think if you do like that genre, then you will get a lot out of that. You, you will get a lot out of this. Yeah. So if you're into that shit, go get it. All right. Do it. So, spoilers starting in three, two, one. So, what did we think of the uh, the writing style of this book? I loved it. I thought it yeah. was fantastic. If I'm being honest, yeah. Like and the way much, that, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I was I was thinking very much like. Um, each each character whose perspective we hear from, because because there's three, because there's those chapters at the beginning with uh, Wyatt, right? Wyatt, yeah, yeah, and and like all the characters are 
I feel like are very clearly differentiated, um, which I think is part of part of the difference between, like, because the the second half was much more like it just felt more contemporary because it's a younger person. Right. I think that might have been I think that's what, part of the... what what I was disappointed about is the fact yeah. that later in the book we oh. we get a teen's perspective which you know I'm not I'm not against young adult fiction. It's just I I I was into the idea of this really nicely paced adult crime thriller book and it just wasn't wasn't that (laughs) at the end of it that's fair um i no i i really think the the writer's prose is very good like i i was gripped from for at least the first half of the novel and i was Mm. i was still like avidly listening to it throughout the throughout the second half yeah just to just to see where it ended but no i i think i think over overall the the writer has like a very very nice style um i i also do typically like stories that are split up into two distinct halves too so it's it's weird Mm. to me that i didn't like this one um but i didn't Mm interesting yeah i think uh i will say i think and please please correct me if i'm wrong but i think i'm the one here with the most i guess love for the ya genre yeah i think so i mean i don't know i mean how would you like does that tend to be the stuff that's like but and (laughs) and i'm just gonna talk in terms of where it is in the library now (laughs) like juvenile fiction section or teen section (laughs) Um, I mean, kind of this. Well, well, I'm I'm just saying. Like, I think I was I was the biggest fan of the second half of this book. Which I guess, if mm-hmm. if, if you are listening through and you have no idea what we're talking about, it's the book. Halfway through, we start seeing. I mean, for lack of a better term, they pull an endgame on us and they skip five years later. Yeah, <laughs> and the book switches to the perspective of the uh, young girl who Odette finds. Who doesn't talk so, first? Yeah, the the first half, <clears throat> the first half concerns Odette, who is trying to figure out this girl's connection to the past, and then right as she's about to figure out, or actually, I think she does figure out what yeah. happened in the past. She get she yeah. gets fucking murked <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. like somebody shoots her in the head. And so we skip yeah, five yeah. years later to the perspective of the little girl whose name is Angel. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she remembers Odette very fondly as the woman who helped her over a period of, what, like three days? And she thinks it's yeah. it's unjust that she met the same fate as True Manel, the woman yeah. who went missing yeah. uh, at this like point f- 15 years earlier. And so yeah. she she starts doing some amateur sleuth work of her own to uncover what happened to Odette. Yeah, and I, I, I thought that her perspective was... When I say I'm, I didn't like the second half as much, I, 
I mainly talk about like what happens in the plot rather than like the way that the character herself mm. is written. Cause I, I, I think Angel is just as compelling a character as Odette was. I just think what happens in each of their halves like is a bit different in terms of quality, but I think the writing for both halves were fantastic. Well, I think I, I would agree with you, Mason. I think the biggest issue for me is the second half goes in a, in circles a little bit, whereas with the first half, it felt very much like we were getting somewhere each time a layer mm. of the mystery was peeled back. Where this, I don't know, this second half felt a bit more padded out. Hmm. That's fair. I think, I do think it kind of worked for the character because, I mean, the, the, like Angel very much knows that she's going in circles and you can kind of see her like desperation to figure out what's going on and like yeah. her, her growing distrust towards everyone around mm -hmm. her. And I, and personally, so I, I think that that style of like going in circles kind of worked in context of where yeah. the character was personally. I tend to not notice padding as long as I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> That's fair. I get that. Yeah. I, so, don't, I, I don't know. Really maybe, maybe this was just me not paying close enough attention because this is... I don't think I made this clear at the beginning, but this is an audiobook club podcast. Uh, the, the main idea is we can read these books if we want to. I think Mason actually went through and read this one. He didn't yeah, listen I, to it. But well, no, the, no, no, I, I also read it. I, listened, yeah, I also read it. Physically. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I listened to the first half of it, but then just I, I, I can usually read faster than I can listen to an audiobook and like process what a person is saying. Mm. And um, I will say the narration was really good. Like I thought the narrators did a good job. It was just I needed to read the book faster than they were talking with the time that I had so we could get this <laughs> podcast done. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was i wasn't paying close enough attention but it felt to me like she mentioned that she wasn't she was she couldn't trust anyone maybe once or twice and it, i don't know it just didn't feel specifically mm. earned i will say there was one bit of this half where i did believe that it's where it turns out she she goes on about this for I don't know how long, but she talks about how every man in Odette's life was like kind of a toxic relationship in the sense that they all had like major feelings for her. And mm. the uh the cop, her partner, Rusty, Rusty. was Rusty yeah. was the same <laughs> as everybody mm. else. And uh I don't know, that scene where you know, she's freaking out about how even the cop is untrustworthy and she's mm. in a car with him, uh, I, that really sticks out in my mind as the highlight of this half. I don't something know. I really, something I really liked in the second half was uh, the, the thing with the Betty Crocker cookbook. Um, oh, yeah. The way that, like, that's set up in the first half, and then, like, it... The, she sees it in the second half way earlier than she actually like gets into it. And so you spend all this time like in suspense, like, is he gonna find it? I, I really yeah. I really I really liked that. I thought that was well done. 
I, I do have one question for the two of you based like specifically on the writing. And I, and I will say like, I, I read the, uh, like some of the interviews that the author had around mm. the book. And, um, one thing she talked about was how she did quite a lot of research to discuss the writing of characters who do have I think physical that, disabilities. I think she talks about that mm. in the afterword as well. Yes, where like yeah, where like she that. talks about how like she writes characters like because because Odette uh, is missing one of her legs and Angel is missing one of her eyes. Mm -hmm. So if, if I can ask you all directly, like how do you think the author handled those certain parts of this of, of the characters? Well, as someone who had a grandfather who didn't have legs, and specifically uh, he had prosthetic legs that didn't fit on his mm. stumps properly mm. because of how the scar tissue formed, uh, I, I will say that getting that shit on is a bitch. It sucks. Mm. Like it, it, yeah, it, that's one detail that was correct. Prosthetic legs and limbs are hard to put on. Mm. Yeah. Got to the and, point, and... I think it got to the point with my granddad where he just said, screw it. I'm just going to wheelchair myself everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah, so, like... but yeah, no, I'll, like with, prosthetic legs as long as as long as you've got like a pant leg and I, I guess I think Odette's is meant to be like sort of you you can't tell the difference right? Like I think so yeah. See a lot of prosthetic legs are just sort of like some of them kind of just look like pogo sticks with a shoe on them um, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at the, uh, at, at, at the page where, um, right now where, where Angel finds the legs in the closet and it looks like most of them are, are, are metal prosthetics with like a foot sort of attached to the bottom. Right. I think she has a discreet one though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I see that also, but it, it looks like, yeah. So yeah, so I mean, she she did her research well based on what I know about him. Um, and as far as the one-eyed thing goes, I you'd have to ask our buddy Jacob about that. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I I will say like, obviously like we don't have much firsthand experience, so we can't really say like definitively whether it was yeah, done well. But yeah. I think. Like from what I could tell from the interviews, she absolutely put in the research, and I do think it shows. Yeah, because yeah. it gets talked about a lot. Odette. Yeah. Odette and talks about her struggles with the prosthetic leg every day, and it comes off as completely natural. It's not like janky yeah. or forced at all. Definitely. And I I really liked um the way sort of that they were. Uh, that like, especially when Angel and Odette are together in the first half, um, and Odette is helping Angel like get a prosthetic eye, sort of just the the way that they're like the like the parallel the parallels parallels between them are drawn out, and I just thought that worked really well. Yeah. Like like thematically. Yeah, 
I agree. For sure. Yeah. Especially with like with how much Odette saw in it like in the first half, mm-hmm. how much Odette saw herself in Angel. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then that kind of came full circle with 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 Angel sort of doing the same thing after after Odette's death in the second half. Yeah. All right, so we've touched on some complicated plot points and just talking about the writing. So let's talk about the plot and characters overall. So, like like we said earlier, this book is structured in sort of two acts, mainly. Um, there is a little beginning section from the yeah. Wy- from Wyatt's perspective, but let because that was the. Actually- because the plot is so like character driven, let's mm. let's just talk about who our characters are real quick, who our major players are in this book. So, I mean, um, we can start with Wyatt. Yeah, if, let's start if, with Wyatt. So, to. Mason, you're you're the best at describing things that happened okay. into the book without being too rambly. So, you, go ahead, talk about oh, Wyatt. Oh no! Well, see, now I'm gonna be awful at it because I'm I'm on the spot, but I'll do my best. <laughs> um, so Wyatt is a character who is sort of presumed to be like um, the guy, like he's like the guy that everyone secretly really wishes would be arrested. So he's no. the character who, like, wait, like when all this mystery stuff starts happening, everyone immediately assumes it's Wyatt. Wyatt is this sort of he's uh, he's someone who lives by himself. He is he's a town he, outcast, um, I, I would say, because of what happened, yeah. because of the unresolved cold case with his sister mm-hmm. ten years prior to the start of the book. Yes. Um, and I will say, I don't know if people, I don't know who... people blame him for the disappearance of his father and his sister. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever I was reading and listening to the book, I, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just pictured Wyatt as Matthew McConaughey. So <laughs> I did I, actually. Yeah. Wait, really? really? Yeah. Really? That's great. That's like, fascinating. I just, like, pictured the guy from, like, the main character from Interstellar and how he lived on, like, a farm. And, and, and like, he, he has family in the movie, but, like, he still, like, lives on a farm and he's a bit older. And the the book, and especially Odette, describes Wyatt as, like, not unattractive so yeah i I can i I can see the matthew mcconaughey thing working um one of the reasons i initially wanted to listen to this the audiobook of this is because there's a narrator in here in here who i really like named mcleod andrews and uh he's actually the voice actor for wyatt so he pops up in like the first three chapters and then doesn't appear for the rest of the book it's really cool but he 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 does sort of a he almost does something that could sound like matthew mcconaughey so i'm that that's where i sort of pictured that's why i sort of pictured him in that role So yeah, you, like you're not alone in that one, Mason. But yeah, no, I I like Wyatt as a as a character myself. Um, I'd say that throughout the entire book, he was sort of the thing that kept me on my toes. Um, mm. Obviously, he falls in a little bit into the trap of oh he 
he obviously can't be the murderer because the writer wants you to think he's the murderer. Um, but I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even think the writer wanted us to think he was the murderer. It just seems like he's the obvious suspect, so he clearly must not be. Yeah, and of course, like we we do have that first scene where, I guess, well, and like. I guess it's a bit more mysterious whether he killed Trimonel, but like we know he didn't have much to do with Angel because like yeah, you, yeah. you have that first scene where he finds her and then and yeah. like uh, then Odette, okay. who's our next major p- player, very swiftly takes her away. Mm. I loved Odette. I thought she was awesome. Odette was amazing. Yeah, I loved Odette. Odette was probably my my favorite thing about this book in general like yeah i i was really pleased to have like a mystery novel with a a, a strong female lead detective i don't know it it's just she's just such a breath of fresh air man i mm. i love her <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, Odette sort of feels like she could be a very real human being. She's just, she's really well fleshed out and really well developed. And I, 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 yeah. I was gripped the entire time we were reading slash listening from her perspective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like Odette, I think she was a good, like she provided for a very good, opening into this mystery without like seeming like she was just doing exposition because she does have very much a personal stake with everything that's going on and the book portrays it so well yeah so Wyatt is backtracking on Wyatt for a second Wyatt is also her high school love interest and she the night she lost her leg is the same night that Trumanel and her father went missing and she was she was there while things were happening but can't remember very much of it i think she got because she lost uh, her leg in a in an accident didn't she like a yeah so she went to the the bransons that's the wyatt's family she she went to their house and i think wyatt told her to like told her to leave and then she drove away and that was when she had the accident yeah, and she lost her right. leg, and by the time she yeah. got to speak to Wyatt again, he had kind of gone cuckoo crazy, talking to the yeah. to the ghost of Trumanel. Um, right, because when we are seeing from his perspective at the beginning, he sees her as though she is re- like real and there and alive. Yeah, he so Wyatt hallucinates his dead sister. Yeah. And uh, so I guess we should talk about Angel, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we could talk about Angel. Someone else should start that. Uh, I, I can. I can do, do that. It. Uh, so a- Angel is a a girl that Wyatt finds laying in the middle of the field, uh, and she only has one eye. And he, 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 tr- he takes her back to his house to try and help her, and and that's and Odette comes in because people have I, I think i think it's because people have like seen him the, with oh, yeah, like, well, with a little girl and they're like uh why it's got a girl that, so they, that's why yeah. it 
He, yeah. He's creepy. Um, so Odette ends up taking, taking Angel off of Wyatt's hands and tries to like connect with her and find out what's going on with her. Um, but a- Angel doesn't really talk to anyone, doesn't give, really give anything away. And it, it, that, that's, not, that's not even like her given name. Wyatt just decided to call her that. And everybody rolled with it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and, and so, um, Odette take, let, let, let's just stay with, uh, I think her, her cousin Maggie for a while. And then yeah. ends up helping her get a prosthetic eye. And that's about, that, that's about all that, that Angel does in the first, in the first half. She's very much, like a big part of the mystery and then well and then once the second half comes it's from her perspective and we we find we we do find out more about her backstory um well we also find out little snippets while we're with odette too you know we find out pretty pretty far into the first half i think we get some answers to who angel is her dad's like a murderer who was just released Mm. from prison (laughs) Who liked to steal a lot of her things, which is how she knew that he was back because she couldn't find her original prosthetic eye. Yeah. Which is why she ran away and, and ended up in that field where Wyatt found her. Yeah. I gotta say, like, for... Like, the book has a, a tough job to do whenever, like, you have one character who doesn't really have a voice in the first half of the book, and then in the second half of the book, she is the voice. Yeah. And I think the book does a good job with, like... Like I like reading the second half of the book, I was like, "Oh, this is absolutely the same character." Yeah. So they were able to set her up well enough in that first half, like without her being able to say anything. So like the book would describe like little movements she would do, or like little interactions, wordless that she would have with like another kid that they were like 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 like. There's a scene where they're waiting in the waiting room to like do the prosthetic eye, I think, and this kid walks up to her and is like, "Hey, so like, what's?" what's up with you? And then like, she just like shows the eye like, and, 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 and like little moments like that. And like the, the tone in which they're described, I think do a good job with explaining who angel is as a character before we just get her narration oh, in the second half. My creaky mm-hmm. old chair. Um, damn. Yeah. So those are, those are kind of our major, major three players in the book i'd say yeah obviously we have characters like rusty who is uh mm. who is odette's part partner she's sort of the good cop he is definitely bad cop um yeah and everybody else is kind of only seen in flashbacks or well, as close i would say I, I would say we also have uh finn and maggie would also be pretty major that's true um, oh yeah. So Finn and Maggie. Maggie is. Let's talk about Maggie real quick because she she becomes kind of important in the second half, I'd say. Whereas Finn is uh, sort of. Finn is made to be a suspect in the second half. Whenever we see like his interactions with Angel. Yeah, but you never really believe. That, it, oh, that sure. he was a suspect. I don't know. Finn 
Finn's sort of forgettable for me because he's not in the first half very much. And even though he, he, Angel is living in his house for most of the second half, he's he's still not there very much either. Um, yeah, that's Mag- fair. Maggie's... But, but who, I mean, we, we might as well just say then who he is now because there's probably not that much else to say about him. Yeah, he's he's just... He's Odette's husband who she cheated yeah. on. He's a he's a lawyer. He left when she cheated on him. Yeah. Came back for a little bit of sex and to get his things and then I think pretty much just leaves again. Mm-hmm. And then the first half of the book happens and then he just kind of takes over where she lived. Yeah. Yeah. So Angel eventually stumbles across him while she's looking to find out what happened to Odette. And they cut a deal, and she ends up living in the house, sort of cleaning it out for him while mm. she uh, she's searching it out. And Maggie, Maggie is a woman who sort of runs this underground boarding house for lost children. <laughs> And people who need help. Yeah. Maggie's Uh, awesome. I like her. Maggie's awesome. Uh, She's also Odette's cousin. Odette's cousin, who is the daughter of the town priest. The the father. The minister, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know how church works. (laughs) The guy that has like the, he's like the, all right, everyone listen up. I'm talking. The pastor. Pastor. Yeah, yeah, pastor. yeah, yeah. Pastor, I think. and and it's probably important to get sort of the the family tree in there. In that, like, the the, the pastor, and then his brother was was he was he the chief of police? Yes. So his brother and, Odette's father was the chief yeah. of police. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. So, uh, right. Odette drops Angel off with Maggie for a little bit mm-hmm. um, in the first half. And we don't see very much of Maggie's father, although he does pop up a couple times. Um, mostly, this fir- the first half has to do with... <laughs> what sort of happens is Odette, after Finn leaves, gets very obsessed with finding out what happened with Trumanel because I, I think somebody calls her in the middle of the night and says her name to her just mm. as yes. this, just as the mystery of Angel of what's going on with Angel is happening so immediately she's like there must be a connection and sort of delves back into this cold case now being a police officer in the same town her dad was yeah. like the sheriff of back way back when um (laughs) and she just keeps she keeps being led down paths where she hits dead ends or uncovers something that she that isn't nice for her to uncover to the point where by the end of the first half you sort of get the sense that odette's father was covering something up and mm-hmm. hiding something from the night Trumanel disappeared, and he has something to do with that, which is yeah. actually 
pretty good foreshadowing for the resolution, mm-hmm. I think. And Odette, Odette's father is also dead by, b- before the story starts. Yeah, so all, yes. all everything we learn about who he was sort of happens while yeah. Odette is either describing a flashback or reminiscing mm-hmm. about her father. Yeah. Whereas Maggie's father, the pastor, is still very much alive, but doesn't really get mentioned as much, at least during the first half. Yeah. And that's that's sort of the plot of the first half. And I I think it's very engaging because what we sort of see with the people who are still alive and still around Odette as she's going down this rabbit hole is that everybody's like, what the fuck, dude? you need to take a step back. Like you just had yeah. this major relationship issue with your husband and this just, it just isn't healthy. you know, we see her conspiracy notebook through the Betty Crocker cookbook. And yeah. what's really cool to me about just tying this back into the writing style really quickly is that while we're with Odette, it doesn't seem crazy. Everybody who's saying she's crazy kind of seems crazy. Oh, absolutely. Like, it, it, it seems entirely well. reasonable for her to be keeping notes on this and everything. And I just think that's a testament to how well mm. the writer can write characters. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't find it particularly se- seemed crazy after either you know beyond the uh, fact that most people don't do that <laughs> i be- i believe there's a s- when angel finds the betty crocker no mm-hmm. the cookbook oh she's, yeah she's a bit like what <laughs> what the hell even finn's yeah. like what the fuck is this yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i just feel like, and ha- like once, having heard having once, heard odette's once you're so on much. Angel's side, you, you sort of think to yourself, oh yeah, I suppose that is a bit crazy. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just think it's really cool that she managed, mm. that the writer managed to do yeah. that. Yeah. So, thumbs up on the first half at least. Let's talk about the second half. You guys probably remember more about it than I do because I I finished this book first. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you have the second half. The second half, we we pick up five years later. Angel has very much grown accustomed to her new life, and the book and like the second half starts with her like coming back to the town. Like she doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, she lives with a uh, a woman who adopted her somewhere else. Yes. And um, I gotta say, like, there's a scene that we have which I thought was awesome, and like it was very tense. It was the scene where there, like a storm was happening, and um, I think Wyatt and Angel had to hide in like some completely yes. pitch black like bunker. Mm-hmm. So all they could do was really like talk to each other, and they couldn't look at each other. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was I thought that was a, a fantastic scene to set up like. Uh, so sort of it's also the of- scene that the title comes from. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're all the same in the dark. Yeah. Which I, I think is a very, very creepy little lesson, <laughs> actually. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. When 
when Angel <laughs> says we're all the same in the dark, I'm like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> uh, I was like, you can't do that to me. <laughs> that was yeah, not Pog. Not Pog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a scene that's very laden with like this like this could go very not well. Yeah, it that that scene is pretty intense. Now that I think about it. I love it. But yeah, no, then, um the second half is sort of just Angel rediscovering things that Odette already found yeah. out. And Pete somehow piecing it all together better than Odette did. I think it's probably more because she's far removed, further removed from the situation than Odette was. Odette was sort of yeah. driven by an emotional trauma. Yeah. And yeah. and you and you also have the fact that like everyone that Odette is interacting with, as she investigates, everyone already knows her. Um, right. Not everybody Angel's already complete, knows Angel. Yeah, Angel's a complete stranger to like to to most of these people, which which allows her to. <laughs> Actually, one of my one of my favorite things about her as a character is is, is just the way she like she 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 basically just like bullshit's rusty into thinking she's psychic almost yes that's so good i love it yeah like she can be very she can be very gutsy and like do do things that, that like like odette it it the risks that she takes can be a little bit crazy but she's able to do it like partially because she is more removed less yes, known so. So she starts interviewing everybody who knew yeah. Odette, and while she's doing that, we get flashbacks to when she was a kid and the five years between you yeah. know, Odette's death and disappearance and now, I, sh I guess. So you know, we, get, we get a lot of character development from Angel as she's working her way through this mystery and maybe that's why i didn't like it i will i'll i'll say that there's a book that it's about merlin i think it's called the crystal cave that i tried to read when i was younger and i hated it because every five seconds the story i was actually reading was interrupted by merlin talking about his golden retriever from when he was a child so you have high fantasy oh, epic funny. interrupted by Merlin's golden retriever. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm not gonna and lie. it it yeah. annoyed the hell out of me. And I'm wondering I if bet. it's possibly a s similar situation here, where I was mm. I felt like I knew enough about Angel already to be like, mm. yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's figure out what happened to Odette. And I get sections upon sections about nothing to do with the Odette mystery. Mm. I really liked the, uh, the the flashbacks that told more of uh, Angel's backstory, like especially the stuff about where she was growing up. Um, I just felt like that was really. Um, I f I will really say I felt like I felt like the stuff from between, you know, between mm -hmm. halves of the book was probably important, like the boarding house and. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything then, but like, 
we already knew about her dad <laughs> and what but we didn't but we didn't know like really you know how it went and i think giving her perspective of like her dad's original like murder of her mother i think that was i think that was important to get and like as as just both you know this is this is something that we heard about but now we're getting it from a much more real perspective i suppose yeah i liked it personally i like i didn't think and like i will say like it was a bit weird that there were more flashbacks than the first half but i didn't think any of them were pointless necessarily like like i didn't think like the flashbacks never felt repetitive to maybe it always felt like they were adding stuff to like the overall story i maybe for me it was more something along the lines of i was really invested in what odette was doing and her flashbacks more tied in a bit more to the actual overarching story and angels not so much and maybe that's what it was but i don't know i can't really say i get that that makes sense also that's another thing it it's half the book and really it's just her going around interviewing all the people from the first half yeah relearning some stuff and is essentially what i what i think goes on with this christ this chair (laughs) what i think uh is happening with this book and i think one of the main themes of it is probably history repeating itself so trumanel goes missing odette investigates she goes missing in a similar way yeah so we get to angel she's now investigating it and i this is pointed out by her quite a few times she's thinking hmm since i'm investigating this will i get killed and of (laughs) course the uh that almost happens but not quite she breaks the cycle so now we're going to talk about the resolution of the of the story yes 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 so Surprise, surprise, it was the pastor all along. <laughs> it was uh, Maggie's father and, all along. And that, I think, is the, what, what, the biggest problem with it for me. It's someone who wasn't even present for most of the book. Like, right, I, I, I felt like it was not set up nearly enough. Like, it, it needed to be someone that we had spent time with, and instead it's... Like we 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 barely know this guy. We know his dead brother more than we know him. It's a cop out. Hell, I would have been yeah. fine with it just being like Odette's dad. Even that that might even and, have and, like added an extra layer of holy yeah. shit to the book. But well, wasn't uh, but but Odette's dad was though the original killer of. Wyatt and Trumanel's father, right? I don't, I don't think so. No, it was, it was the pastor. Or no, it? no. I guess, I guess the sheriff did kill. Yeah, because then, and 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 then the and then there was the pastor who killed Odette. Right. Yeah, Odette. and then and then they were buried right next to each other. Yeah, Trumanel and Odette. Because think... Trumanel was killed. Trumanel was killed by her own father. Isn't that what happened? And then, no. Okay, I don't remember that part actually. So, so, so Tru- <laughs> Trumanel was shot by the pastor. Um, 
Oh, on accident, I think. On accident, right? I believe she she does croak from that, and then he Oof. he manages to shoot. Fucking, what's the dad's name? For some reason, I can't remember the Mister Branson. We'll call him. He manages mm. to shoot Mister Branson in like the arm or the leg, and he he manages to limp away into the woods on his property and. Once the sheriff gets there, he goes and hunts him down and murks him. Yeah. They also figure out that yeah. Odette saw some stuff. We need to make sure she doesn't remember it. So her own father gets in a car wreck with her, essentially. Wait, did I don't remember that. Yeah, the, that was the that was uh, the price, I, I think. <laughs> Wasn't it, Mason? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that was the price well, I, that I, I, the I sheriff had to pay for uh, utmost secrecy and like covering this up was Odette's leg. <laughs> I I, mm, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at that like that page in the book right now, and it, it says it says that yeah, like Odette's father would forever believe that God's price for killing Frank Branson was his daughter's leg, but I don't see anywhere where it says that he caused the accident. It it. The, the way I interpreted that when I read it was, um, oh, like Odette's, well, Odette's father killed Frank Branson. I get. I guess that's just that me misremembering. Then I thought they intentionally tried to cover that up. Yeah, uh, I'm looking. It looked like uh, I thought the cover up was just that, like that, um, the way that Trumanel and her father died. See, this is another problem with the resolution it's confusing because it involves so many characters that we barely know yeah, yeah I would like, and it's all on like two pages and it's not it's just, it's just it's not just satisfying not yeah yeah it's not a satis really. i remember being like really him yeah. the background yeah, like, character so... who's had maybe two lines of dialogue in the entire mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Uh, yeah, it's absolutely not a, an amazing resolution in no. terms of, like, the overall mystery. No, it doesn't really work, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I do think... I do think it does have a good resolution for, like, the character of Angel. Yeah, yeah, she gets a good ending. Yeah, like I, like, I think that the way, like, she figures it out and then, like, afterwards we, like... I guess, like, f like see her after the whole story is over and just kind of, like, ruminating on, like, what it all meant or whatever. I just thought... I, I thought that was really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say that the, the, the actual person who did it wasn't necessarily brought up enough. At least... And, again, I might need to reread the book to see if, like, maybe I'm just misremembering because it, it did take me a while to read the whole book. Mm -hmm. So I might have forgotten details like slightly over time, but I do not remember the pastor or the priest really being brought up as like a major player. No, they, uh, well, guess... he wasn't. I remember thinking that at the time I was like, yeah, really? Yeah, it just stuck real. out in my head. I was, yeah. The, the main thing that I remembered about him before was that uh, every time his brother Odette's father killed somebody, he would have, he would have the pastor like baptize him again in a pond. Yeah. 
Now, I do have a, a bit of a strange question. Um, this might be a really dumb question, so please just tell me if it is. <laughs> but do you think we were maybe expecting too much of a mystery from this book, which feels like it's more of a crime thriller than an actual mystery? Because, like, if you would, like, say if you watch Criminal Minds, like, it's not like the suspect in an episode of Criminal Minds is always, like, a ra is, is always, like, a major player of the episode itself. It's like, well, based on all the, based on all of the uh, evidence, it is this person, and then we go see it, and then, and then we feel satisfied because they got the murderer, just at all, rather than like, mm -hmm. oh, it was this person. So, do you think maybe the ending would like the ending works better if we don't think of it as a mystery, rather it's a crime thriller? Well, I think the problem well, is that I, the characters see it as a mystery. Yeah, like and so we're seeing it through their eyes as this kind of mystery. That's, okay, yeah. Like, that's true. Yeah, like I'm not up on the on the really the the differences between the genres that much. I also haven't watched Criminal Minds, but, but um, yeah, okay. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but like I just felt like the book was promising more than it delivered. Yeah, just sort of. I don't know that. I guess that is one failing of the writer. If this is meant to be more of a crime thriller, is it? It feels like a mystery novel. And, and like I will say, like. They they absolutely do hint at it, like 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 with the seven times seventy thing on the shovel. I think that's what it was. Yeah, which is also like, still very vague and kind of out of nowhere. In yeah. any case, but it yeah. does make sense when you when you find out. Yeah, but yeah, I, it's I, not I like overall, I, I guess it's not like the setup isn't there. It's more of there isn't enough of it. Yeah, yeah, is the issue. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I was just wondering because I think that it's, again, like I don't know too much about the genre, so I don't entirely know what's expected of it. I will say, and I just, and, and and yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't like asking for something that I was never going to get. I will say, I'd be interested to see how this book would translate into a movie. Hmm. Yeah, because I, okay. while I was listening to it, I one of the thoughts I had was like damn, this would be, like, a really good indie movie. Yeah, I see that. I would agree. Like, I, I do think there are actually plans to make this a TV show, if I remember correctly. Huh. I, Here, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. I'd be, I'd be interested to see a screen adaptation of this, because I feel like the, this might be something that works better on TV or a movie screen. Well, that would help with, uh, with like, you'd have the ability to do a, a little more setup, I feel like. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it looks like the uh, the rights were optioned off to do a television series. I don't think that confirms that they will, but the rights have yeah. been sold. Okay. Well, I'll watch it if they make one. Yeah, so will I. Anyway, um, I'd, I'd be really interested. Yeah, no, so, so would I. Anyway, um... I think we've sort of gone through our map of things to talk about for this. So do we have any closing thoughts or anything else to add to the resolution section or anything? I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I would like with, I guess if you're, if, if for some reason you don't care about spoilers and you just listen through all of it, even though we talked about the whole thing, I would still recommend the book. 
Yeah. Like I like I absolutely enjoy the fact that I read it because I feel like I was experiencing a type of book that I'm not really used to. So it was cool to get that experience I mean, in my head. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like a mystery novel is really you can only really judge it once you get to the ending. Mm-hmm. And uh for me the ending just isn't there, so like yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's for some people, but it wasn't for me. Obviously it's for a lot of people because it has some really good reviews. But Oh yeah. It I don't know. In the end it just wasn't for me. I enjoyed a lot of it, but the second the inferiority of the second half compared to the first half sort of weakened it in my eyes and then the resolution sort of just soured the whole thing for me. I think because it, because I enjoyed like the characters and the prose and like the, the sort of the, the journey of it so much, um, even though like the, the ending takes it down a lot in my eyes, um, I, I, I still thought it was worth reading and I would still like, I would still like, if I were recommending it to somebody, I would say it was worth reading, though I would probably also warn them not to expect too much from the ending. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I'd probably say the same. All right. So that was We Are All the Same in the Dark by yeah. Julia Heblerin. Heblerin? Heblerin? Heblerin. Do we want to give like a, 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 rate, like a rating? All right. Mason, out of 10. Out of 10, um, I would give it, I think, a 7. Or an eight. I don't know. The writing makes me want to give it an eight. So, but then like the the ending does make it kind of go down to a seven. So it's somewhere in there, seven or an eight. Caleb, um, I basically had the same thought process as Mason, but I'm I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to be a be confident on a seven. I'm going to give it a five. Right. Okay, so um, next episode. But- if you want to, you know, read ahead and just listen to the entire podcast all the way through, we are going yeah. to be doing Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. So I, I should also point out here that each of us sort of go in a cycle. We choose a book. Um, this yeah. was my pick. Um, so I'm kind of upset that I didn't like it in the end. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, and next time is Mason's pick. So Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. I think it's a sci-fi yes. read. Yes, it is science fiction. I am I am so excited. It's I'm I'm also a bit nervous because I know people tend to not like the book as much as me, but I we will find out in a month. Yeah. I suppose so. All right. Okay. So I have I have one more thing that oh. I that I wanted to say and I just noticed. Okay. Um, Go ahead. I was I was flipping through. We are all the same in the dark, and uh, there is a page where Matthew McConaughey is name dropped. Oh damn! <laughs> That's great. I love oh, it. No. Yeah, we were all on the same page, literally. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, uh, goodbye. I suppose. <laughs> Good ending, yeah. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Hopefully you all had a nice day. Yeah.